0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, November 4th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Donald Trump is the presidential winner in Missouri. He won by 15 points in yesterday's election, and that had a major impact on races throughout the state.
1: Missouri is a red state, and when a presidential candidate wins by a landslide, Republicans are going to reap the benefits.
0: St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum and Rachel Lipman analyzed the election results in just a few minutes. Along with the presidential contest, the race for Missouri governor has been one of the most watched of this election. Incumbent Republican Mike Parson defeated State Auditor Nicole Galloway to win a full four-year term. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports.
2: The race turned out to be tougher than expected for Parson. Galloway campaigned hard on his response to the coronavirus, a theme she carried over into her concession speech. We can no longer ignore science and the growing threat of COVID-19. But Parson didn't mention the virus at all in his victory speech. He did hint to the hands-off approach he's been pushing since the start of the pandemic.
1: People believe in common sense and I think they want leaders that believe in common sense. They don't want government to tell them what they want to do every day.
2: Parson says he'll continue to put the economy first, emphasizing workforce development and job training. I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: A high-profile congressional race in Missouri is also in the Republican win column. Four-term incumbent Representative Ann Wagner defeated State Senator Jill Shoup to win re-election in the 2nd Congressional District. Voters in St. Louis City and County have elected the first black congresswoman in Missouri history. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on the victory by Cori Bush.
1: Bush's win in Tuesday's election was never in doubt, as the 1st Congressional District is heavily Democratic. She effectively won the seat when she beat Congressman Lacey Clay in August. Bush is hoping to pass expansive health care and environmental legislation. She also wants to provide hope for people who have been disconnected from federal politics.
2: You know, that's what this is. It's not about Cory. It's about us. We just changed this thing, and now hopefully all ac- across the country, they'll see that regular people, that a nurse, you know, a postal worker, that can run for Congress or any, any
1: elected office. Bush will be sworn into office in January. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: In Illinois, Republican Rodney Davis has won a fifth term to represent the 13th Congressional District. He defeated Democrat Betsy Dirksen-Lodrigan in a rematch of their 2018 race. Davis used his victory speech to focus on bipartisanship and health care. We're going to fight to make sure that the Democrats or the Republicans, if we're in the majority, are going to codify pre-existing condition coverage protections for every single American. This isn't a Republican or a Democratic issue. This issue is a personal issue to me. Davis says his priority is dealing with COVID-19. Voters in the city of St. Louis have made a big change to the way they pick some of their elected officials. Starting in March, candidates for mayor, alderman, board president, and comptroller will run in nonpartisan primaries, Voters will be able to pick as many candidates as they want in the primary, a process known as approval voting. The top two candidates will go to a runoff in April. Mallory Rush is the campaign manager for STL Approves, which backed Proposition D. She says the next step is a big voter education push.
2: We're going to be you know, working really closely with community organizations, uh, with individuals who are running for office in the spring, uh, with ward-level leaders and organizations
0: Opponents say the change will decrease voter turnout and force candidates to raise large amounts of money to run for office. President Donald Trump won Missouri last night by a wide margin, repeating a feat from 2016. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman and Jason Rosenbaum discuss his performance in the Show Me State and what it means for other races in Missouri.
2: So it was a 15-point margin of victory for Trump in Missouri this year versus 19 points in 2016. Jason, overall, what's your takeaway with those numbers?
1: My takeaway is that it still yielded really big victories for Missouri Republicans. Not only did they win the crucial gubernatorial race where Governor Mike Parson won a full four-year term over state auditor Nicole Galloway, But they also won all the down-ballot statewide elections, so attorney general, lieutenant governor, secretary of state treasurer. And they didn't lose two hotly contested state senate races. So this shows once again that Missouri is a red state, and when a presidential candidate wins by a landslide, Republicans are going to reap the benefits of that.
2: It also struck me a little bit, too, that Parson is a little bit stronger of a candidate than Eric Greitens was. Um, In 2016, he won by five points, whereas Parson basically paced the same as Trump. Uh, He won 57 by 40, which is a 13-point victory. Where else did we see this huge margin play out? You mentioned some of the state races. I think it had implications at a federal level as well.
1: It did because Congresswoman Ann Wagner defeated Democratic State Senator Jill Shoup in the nationally watched second congressional district race. That takes in parts of St. Louis, Jefferson and St. Charles counties. And there was fear that Wagner was vulnerable because of this perceived weakness of Trump in suburban areas. And while that may have played out elsewhere, it did not really play out in this district. In fact, uh, Wagner won St. Louis County by a larger percentage than when she ran against Courtman Ostrand. In, in 2018. And, and this was a nationally targeted race, too. So she actually won bigger than she did in 2018.
2: Did it bring any other issues over the finish line, too? I'm looking at Amendment 3, which undid clean Missouri. It was the so called dirty Missouri Amendment.
1: I don't know if Amendment 3 passed necessarily because of the Republican wave. I think that the real reason it passed is that appeals court judges wrote this summary that voters see on their ballots that emphasize really. Itty bitty changes to lobbyist gifts and campaign donation limits and didn't really spell out like what the big change would be to state legislative redistricting. But this is a situation where the opponents of the amendment vastly outspent the proponents and the rule of thumb is that the no side should win. But the yes side won very narrowly, and that's going to have pretty huge implications for state legislative redistricting in 2021.
2: How much of that do you think was that the Farm Bureau, which was one of sort of the leading proponents of reversing clean Missouri, a leading proponent of Amendment 3, is sort of a trusted messenger in rural areas of the state?
1: It certainly didn't hurt. But it has to be emphasized, again, that they were working on a shoestring budget. Amendment 3 opponents had millions upon millions of dollars to run television ads, pointing out that ballot summary situation that I mentioned earlier. And maybe it's a situation where the Republican wave affected things, but I really think that summary ended up being very deadly.
2: Do you think the competitive St. Louis County Council race between Republican Ernie Trachis and uh, Democrat Bob Burns in the St. Louis County area had any impact on that Wagner-Shoop race in terms of turning out people who would vote for Wagner?
1: It might have just because South St. Louis County is split pretty evenly between Republicans and Democrats. And and even though Triggis is not universally beloved by St. Louis County Republicans, a strong performance by him certainly doesn't hurt. The bigger impact of his win is that Even though in Rachel, you and I interviewed him, he's not a super fan of St. Louis County executive Sam Page, but he probably is going to be more amenable to him than Democrat Bob Burns would have been. But even though that Page got handily elected yesterday, he's still going to have a very difficult two years because the council is not going to be firmly within his control.
0: That was St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum and Rachel Littman discussing last night's election results. Executive Editor Shula Newman edited that report. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway.